0: Good morning, church. I was this close to just yelling at all of you without a microphone, but uh, Luke came to the rescue, so give Luke a round of applause. It means you guys actually get to hear me today. Welcome to home church. We are so excited to have everybody here. We love seeing you. We love worshiping Christ. We are ready to do this together. Before we get started, we're going to have everybody stand to their feet with a prayer, please. father god we bless this congregation in your name we ask that you would be with us that you would grow through us that you would change who we are and that you would help us to consistently look to you turn away from our sin and just be the best christians that we know how to do by being fully involved with you as the cornerstone of our life we ask that you would bless us today and uh And just be with us in the spirit as we learn from your word, as we worship who you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we're going to go into our time of meet and greet. So don't sit down. We're going to start walking around. And as you are walking around, I want you to all move up one pew. Get a little bit closer. Let's snuggle in today. I could have everybody go and find your new
1: seats.
0: And thank you for all scooting up, everybody. I appreciate that. Welcome to home, church. We have a few announcements before we get started. The end-of-year giving statements are at the welcome counter, so please make sure you stop and pick yours up. Uh, That is for your tax record, so it is important. Women's ministry is having a bake sale next Sunday, February 11th. That's right. I love baked goods too. You can purchase a baked good for your Valentine for yourself or just to support the home church women. So yeah, if uh, if you're like me, you'll buy two, one for your Valentine and just tell her that it was only one and then pack one away yourself. Life groups are starting this week. I get it, it's been a while. I get the cheering for baked goods being (laughs) louder. We're very excited to start this ministry. We're gonna have meetings in people's homes where we get together, we learn about Christ, we get to share our lives together, we get to join in friendships. So make sure that you go sign up for those. The sign up sheets are also at the welcome counter. We have eight groups to choose from this time around. So. You should be able to find one that fits into your schedule and location. Yes. And life groups eat, too. So, you know, bake for those. <laughs> bring, just bring it all together. Youth group and preteen groups are meeting Thursday nights at 630. That's OK. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you, Mateo. I was getting worried that all the adults were clapping, but that's OK. We have a great time, 6.30 to 8 o'clock. We have a meeting with our preteens in one section and our teenagers in the other. So please make sure you come and join us in that. If you are somebody who just knows a teen, go and invite them. If you are aware that teens exist, uh, pray about it and go and invite some. April 11th, so mark your calendars for this date. I didn't see anybody get a calendar out. That's okay, it'll be on the screen. (laughs) April 11th, we are starting a marriage and dating series here at the church on Thursday nights. This is going to be awesome, so if you are currently married for just a short amount of time, currently married for a long amount of time, not married for a long amount of time, and want to be married for another bit of time. This is a great series, but we're also meeting with the preteens and the teens for it to talk about dating and uh, that part of their lives coming up at some point. So please make sure that you mark calendars on this one. We wanna see everybody here. It should be a blessing for everybody who's able to attend. And we do have a short video for you, so please, Take your eyes to the screens.
2: Hello, my name is Mia Kane and I'm one of the co-founders of Aspire Women's Events. I also serve as a host and as one of the touring musicians on the team. Today, I'm speaking for all of us and I can confidently say, we can't wait. We are so excited to visit your church this spring of 2024 and to partner with you for this amazing event. On March 22nd, we'll be with you at home church We have Bible teacher, author, and speaker, Mary Shannon, comedian, Michelle Miller, and music by me, Mia Kane. Hi, I'm Mary Shannon Hoffpower, and I can't wait to see you at an Aspire Women's event. You will walk in the room, and I promise you, you will make new friends as you laugh your guts out listening to our amazing comedians. And our worship girls, they're literally gonna lead you into the throne room. And I promise you, I will do my due diligence and I will bring the Word of God to you. That's what I love about Aspire. We are committed to the Word of God. So in other words, come to an Aspire because you're gonna laugh your guts out, you are gonna sing your hearts out, and I'm gonna preach my brains out. I'll see you soon. Aspire is a one-night women's event. It's packed with laughter, learning, stories, and music. It's a fun girls' night out, but don't get me wrong. It's so much more. We're gonna dig into God's word to equip us to be a light in our community, to bring hope to the workplace, to live out joy in our homes. It's a night of laughter, yes, and it's also a night that sparks transformation and healing from the inside out. I'm so thankful that your church said yes. Yes to opening the doors, yes to volunteering with us, And yes, to reaching out to those who need to learn, laugh, and hear the gospel message of truth. That's what Aspire is. This is my invitation to you, to invite your friends, your family, your neighbors, as your church continues to be a light in the community. So grab those tickets today, and we'll see you there.
0: So make sure you save that date. It will be March 22nd. Is this our third year we've been hosting aspire many times i have heard great things i have never been there because i do not qualify but yeah if you do qualify to attend that make sure you get out uh and enjoy that blessing that our church is able to continue to put out it is such a testament to who we are as a church with our volunteer staff that they continue to come back. So we are just thankful that we have this event uh, coming back to our church one more time. March 22nd, tickets will be on sale soon. As we move out of the announcements, we're gonna go into our time of the giving of tithes and offerings. We wanna thank you guys like we do every single Sunday. That we cannot do what we do without the financial support of you. Uh, we can't put on bake sales and Aspire events or youth group meetings. So we are so thankful that you guys have been so faithful to the word of God in giving of the tithes and offerings. We do offer three ways that you can give it. You can do it in the box at the back of the sanctuary or in the front if you would like to do it in person. You can do it online through our website or you can always mail in a check or money order. (laughs) If I could everybody stand with me as we go into another time of prayer to the living God who has sustained us through everything. Father, we are so thankful for the breath in our lungs today. We ask that as we give our money, that you would multiply it and bless it and move it in ways that we would be unable to. As we sing songs to your name, we ask that you would bless just the air out of our lungs, that it would be reaching us deeper into our hearts and connecting us closer to you. We thank you for every blessing that we have. We thank you for the blessings that are coming. And we bless you for the trials and tribulations in our lives that shape us into who you want us to be. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. amen.
3: good morning church this morning I'm thankful that we serve a God who can bring life to dry bones as it's spoken in Ezekiel 37 God and Ezekiel were traveling through they entered into a valley of very dry bones and God told this prophet to speak over the bones And as he was speaking over the bones, they began to rattle, and they began to connect. And before their eyes rose a great army. And if we're wondering why are these bones very dry, God gives us explanation in 3711 of Ezekiel. He says that without hope, they had no hope at all. Their bones became very dry. And also in Proverbs... 1722, we know that a broken spirit dries bones. So if you're here this morning and you have a broken spirit, if you're here this morning and you've lost hope, I encourage you to worship with us this morning. If you're here this morning and you've already received life to your dry bones, I encourage you to worship with us and give praise to our Lord and Savior.
1: Silent. Surely it was through. Since when has impossible ever stopped you? Friday's disappointment is Sunday's empty tomb. Since when has impossible ever stopped Sunday's empty too
4: There's no hope for that, God, but because of you, Lord, you are our hope, and you can bring our dry bones back to life, God. So I just pray, Lord, today, God, if anybody is feeling in this place like they have dry bones, God, that you bring them back to life right now, God, that you breathe your life into their bodies, Father. I pray, God, that our worship blesses your heart, Father. Your name we pray,
1: Amen.
4: (muchas) mis manos alzaré. Oh, Dios, la batalla tuya es. Todo temor, rindo a tus pies, y la noche diré. Oh, Dios, la batalla tuya es. Quando pele de lore, mis manos azare, oh Dios la batalla tuya es todo te mando, a tus pies y en la noche dire, oh Dios la batalla tuya
1: now for I am safe with you so when I
4: through
5: we can sing scripture back to you. The battle does belong to you, Lord. We're so thankful that everyone got here safely today. Thank you for the beauty of the driven snow. And we pray, Lord, that you will indeed drive us to your throne. We thank and praise you for the fact that you have won all of the battles. And so we pray for those who are not here, that they might feel the presence of the Holy Spirit wherever they are. And we pray too, Lord, that everyone here would know that they know that they're in the right place in the house of God at our home to worship the living Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for Pastor Carlos. Thank you for his love for us and for you. And we pray that as he preaches your word, our ears would be open to hear the Holy Spirit through him. Go before him, go behind him, and come through him, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.
6: Señor amado Padre, que día maravilloso. Puede ser un día con mucho sol, Señor. Un día de lluvia, un día de nieve, Señor. Pero todos los días nosotros... Llenamos nuestro corazón y con el entusiasmo y las ganas de venir y escuchar tu palabra, Señor. Gracias por tenernos en este este recinto, en nuestra nuestra casa, Señor, en esta iglesia. Bendice a nuestro pastor, a nuestro guía, para que él nos nos, nos deposite como esas gotas de nieve que lleguen a nuestro corazón, Señor, para que estemos... Con una nueva mente salgamos con una mente que nos edifica. Gracias Padre por refrescarnos con Tu palabra y gracias por bendecir a nuestro pastor, a nuestra congregación. En el nombre de Tu Hijo Jesús. Amén.
7: Give the Lord praise this morning, Amen. Thank you all. Thank you all. Yes. Let's sing that chorus out one more time. I don't know if you've been battling in your life. I don't know if there's battles going on in your life. I'm not talking about a war physically outside. I'm talking about a war spiritually inside your mind. Battling. You know, there are people who want to give up on life. They want to give up on their job. They want to give up on their family. They're, they want to, they're battling. Listening this course out one more time and let it be a reminder that, that when we battle, we battle as we pray. And we fight spiritual enemy as we pray, as we speak words against the enemy. And we ask God for his help.
1: Amen. 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 So when I fight I fight, I
5: fight on my knees with my
1: hands lifted high Oh God, the battle belongs to That'll, That'll be lost four time. So, so when, when I, I
7: fight, I fight on my knees with my. give our battles to you. And father this morning I give this sermon to you. Father, I cannot speak these words on my own, Lord. I need your help. And father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would quicken every ear. Father, whether they've had their coffee or not this morning, I pray that you would awaken their spirit to hear what you have to say to the families, to the grandparents, to the fathers, to the mothers, to the Future fathers and mothers to the teens to the children. May we hear this morning what you have prepared for us. Father, for some of us it's been a week since we've gone without food, Lord. For some of us, it's been a few days. For some, maybe years. And so, Father, this morning, I pray this morning's message may be a a healthy meal. A meal, God, that when we digest it, God, it would, it would fill us up spiritually, Lord, and we would leave here satisfied but when I say that I just have to say to the church right now just a reminder there are times I've gone to places and certain restaurants and let's just say they don't got cheeseburgers and pizza they got a different kind of menu and cheeseburgers and pizza is good at times but when I leave I'm healthier than when I came in and so, Father, this morning, we might not leave satisfied, but, Father, I pray we leave healthy. I pray right now in Jesus' name, the blood of Christ, over these words this morning. In Jesus' name, I pray. We thank you, Lord, and everyone said amen. 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 Give the Lord praise. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You may be seated this morning. Thank you. You may be seated this morning. Thank you, church. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, good morning, church. Morning, Man, it's so good to see your beautiful faces this morning. You know, I don't know... If you ever done this in life, I'm not sure if you ever said these words to yourself. Hear me out real quick. Hear me out. You ever say this to yourself? What was I thinking? Yes. Every day. Every day. We got, <laughs> I mean, that's good. What was I thinking? Like, I can think of the time when I got on a, uh, I got on a, a ride. It's called the Medusa at Six Flags. I love it. And I'm on the, I'm on the ride. I'm right there, and I'm going see, this is the problem. I just ate 10 minutes before I got on the ride. And my kids were like, Dad, please, Dad, please. And I don't like rides. I don't like heights. I, I, I can't. Even when I watch a video with somebody jumping off a building, like I get I get anxiety of my knees start shaking. Like I don't like heights. And so my kids are like, Dad, please. Can you go on this with the please? And I'm like, OK, let's let's do this, you know, because it's, it's going to close here. Pretty soon. So I get on the ride and I'm, I'm there. I'm strapped up and the guy. He's he's uh, you know, he has to push it in a little more, because my stomach was kind of, you know, he's like,
1: eh, it's like, tick,
7: you know, just had one little, some of them were like, tick, tick, mine's like, tick, he's like, okay, it's good, I think, and I'm like, oh, what was I thinking? Uh, you ever make a decision in life and say to yourself, what was I thinking? You ever got married, no, I'm joking, I'm not going to go there, I'm not going to go there, oh, um, uh, ah. No, i will be You ever, you ever, say, like, what was I thinking? You ever make a decision like you say, what? This morning, here I'm going to be extra honest with you, church, and I pray no one, I pray no one judge me. This morning I woke up and I saw this crazy snow coming down, right? And I was like, you know, I don't want this. This roads dangerous right now, and I don't. Maybe, maybe we could do the online and just online. Maybe we just. I said, well, well, at least try, you know, start driving. I'll just leave extra early. Instead of canceling church and saying we're just gonna watch online. But I was thinking this, you know, because again I'm thinking safety and everything, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I said, man, and then I'm driving, and all of a sudden I see these joggers. Everyone's jogging. <laughs> <laughs> and the roads are packed. People are outside, they got the snowmobiles and everything else. I said, man. And then all of a sudden, I dro- Carlson and I, we drive by, the, we, we drive by the, the gym, and it's packed. The gym parking lot is packed. I get to church, and I say to myself, what was I thinking? Can somebody say amen? I am so glad we are here this morning together, whether in person or in spirit. Can someone say Amen. Amen. I want to talk about home life. Somebody say home life. home life. And I pray to God, if you're a father or a mother up in this place, I pray to God, you write notes. Matter of fact, if you're a teenager, I pray to God, you maybe, well, if you got a phone, you write notes. I pray you're not texting somebody. But by the way, can we silence our phones real quick? Can we silence the phones? Amen. Home life. These, these are principles From God's word, write that down, principles from God's word, principles from God's word, single man, write that down, Carlos, write that down, principles from God's word, I want to talk about the purpose and the power of the family, somebody say purpose, somebody say power Power. of the family, this is very important, the family has purpose, but it also has power, sometimes we tend to forget, and I want to talk about the family unit, why the family is important in the kingdom of God. Now I have to say in the kingdom of God, God's kingdom, because how many you know God's kingdom is different than all the other kingdoms in the world? Yeah. I thought I was going to get a little more amens than that. How many you know God's kingdom is different than all the other kingdoms in the world? Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. So I want to read a scripture written by the wealthiest man that ever lived. You guys hear that? The wealthiest man that ever lived. I'm not talking about Elon Musk. Nothing against Elon Musk, but the wealthiest man that ever lived. And I want to urge you to read this carefully with me. He writes writes three things down that are important to have a successful marriage. Somebody say marriage. Marriage. Even if you're young, say marriage. Marriage. Say family and home. Home. Here we go. Proverbs 24.3. Proverbs 24.3. As we read, it says, through wisdom a house is built. Let's read that together. Just that first little part right there. One, two, three. Through wisdom, a house is built. Okay, stop right there. And by understanding, it is what? By what? By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. scripture is talking about building a successful family a successful home a successful household it mentions these three things but when i'm reading this i I look and i say wait notice it doesn't mention it doesn't mention love love does not guarantee a successful family. Now, love is good. Love is amazing. We need to love. Like the Beatles sang, all you need is love, love. But wait a second. Is that all we need? I'm not too sure. Just because someone tells you they love you does not mean the marriage will work. Just because someone tells you they love you does not mean the relationship will work. And some might know that by experience, if you can help me out with an amen there. It also doesn't mention intimacy, kissing. So a family and a home and a strong marriage is not built on sex or love. Um, I, I, can, I can just sense already, I, I can sense people are in shock right now because they think love is the key And intimacy is the glue. Somebody got that. Anyways. (laughs) You would be surprised to see how many people I've spoken to who don't go to this church, who have divorce papers in their hands, ready to sign them, and they look at each other with anger and frustration in their eyes. And I talked to the lady first because how many know ladies go... Ladies go that's right, Carlos, that's right. I try to teach my son. And I talked to the lady. I said, why, why, why do you want, do you love him? She says, yes, I love him. I said, well, why do you want a divorce? Because he's an animal. He's a beast. And I'll turn to the guy and I said, do you love her? He goes, yeah. I said, well, why do you want a divorce? And he'll say something like, this woman's crazy, man. She's, she's psycho. So we got a schizophrenic situation going on here Where we say we love each other But we're ready to sign divorce papers Hmm. You want to build a strong family a strong home Don't count on love intimacy to make it work Let me explain why Write this down the first word he uses And for those who are doing the, uh, and whether, even if you're doing the, the, you're doing the life group and you're leading a life group, I would still encourage you to write these down. Number one, he says knowledge. Someone say knowledge. knowledge. Solomon says first you need knowledge for a successful home. What is knowledge? Good job. Knowledge is information. He says, you need to understand, understanding. What is understanding? Understanding is not information. Understanding is what? Thank you. Comprehension. Don't lose me, guys. Don't lose me. Understanding is comprehension. You can sit in a class for one hour and learn nothing. Kristen says, amen. Amen. You heard the teacher, but you did not understand the concepts of what the teacher was saying. You could be sitting here in this room right now and not understand anything that I'm talking about while I'm giving you information. The Bible did not say, in all you're getting, get information. And in all you're getting, get what? Understanding. Why? Because understanding leads to wisdom. Wisdom is application. You cannot apply what you don't understand. You wanna build a strong marriage, a strong home, a family, don't go after kisses and hugs, but go after knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. I'm gonna say that again. You wanna build a strong family, a strong home, a strong life, a a, a marriage, don't go after hugs and kisses and seize chocolate candies. Go after knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. And you'll have a house full of treasure. The problem with today is people don't prepare for these things like marriage. People don't prepare to get married. This is why some people's cars last longer than their marriage. This is why some people's cars last longer than their relationships. I thought I was going to get at least one amen, but it's okay. Amen. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Notice how when you want to get a driver's license, you want to drive a car, the government of the state of Nevada requires that you've got to be a certain age. And then once you hit that age, you have to take a course. And then they have you take a test. And then they have you take a driving test. And then after you take the test, you have to pass both tests. And when they feel satisfied that you are ready to drive on their roads, they will give you a license. But what's crazy is the same government you go to to get a marriage license, they don't ask you nothing. They don't ask you nothing, which shows me. If I'm honest, the government has no interest in our marriage, only in its streets. Can I be real? Nothing against the government. I'm just saying. Like, You hear me this morning. This is why some people's careers last longer than the marriage. People spend years of school, years of school, and then they go to college for four years. And they have to take tests and read books and take tests and read books and take tests and read books. And when the when the college feels that then they're satisfied that you have studied their curriculum to their standards and you have met their standards, then they will give you a diploma, a license, because you have prepared yourself. This is why some people's careers and jobs last longer than their marriage, because Prepared. So ask yourself: Is my is my family in the future, present? Is it more important than my job, my career? This is why I believe having a process before marriage is very important. Even even before premarital counseling, it's very important that we have a process. You know, it's crazy. I was thinking about our teenagers and our preteens. We got a lot of preteens. A lot of them are going to be maybe getting married in the next eight years. Isn't that crazy? A lot of them are going to be facing decisions. So I pray to God, listen to me preteen. I pray to God you're listening to me. It's a very important that you go through these things because sometimes when you prepare and you go through the process, you get to know the person before anything. You know, you get to know the person and, and sometimes, sometimes when you get the information, especially the girls, when they get the information, they're like, oh, heck no. <laughs> this guy and I need to get closer to Jesus first. Amen. Amen? Amen. Before we do before anything, we need to get closer to Jesus. It's very important. Knowledge. Someone say knowledge. knowledge. God never says the devil destroys your marriage. Yes, we know the devil ro- goes around uh, roaring like a lion seeking whom he may devour. But, the, the, but Jesus never says the devil destroys your marriage. He says my people are destroyed because I lack of knowledge. knowledge. So we need to stop blaming the devil and demons on our family and marriage. Amen? Amen. Um, through understanding it is established and through knowledge rooms are filled with precious, precious riches. So this morning is so important because information also must be the truth. Someone say truth. 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 Someone say truth. 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 When God says get knowledge, he's, saying, he, he's not saying to read a magazine He's not saying to, to, to listen to, uh, the, uh, to people on TV, to get their psychological perspectives. Um, you know, it's, it's so crazy to me how so many people listen to people who've been divorced a million times. They want to, they want to seek success from losers. They, 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 they want to, instead of going to, instead of going to Jesus and going to the Bible, they go into everybody else, but the Bible. And listen to everybody else on what they have to say on how to raise their family, on how to have their marriage, everybody else. But we need godly information, not worldly information. We need truth. It's one thing to hear the truth, to know the truth. It's another thing to apply the truth. Wisdom, the Bible says, is supreme. Proverbs chapter four, verse seven. I don't think we have that on the screen, but you can write that down. Proverbs chapter four, verse seven. Wisdom is a principle. Wisdom is, the, is, is, is principle. Wisdom is supreme. Wisdom is the highest. It, it's, it beats it all. Why? Because having knowledge and understanding is not enough. Having knowledge and understanding is not enough. Say that with me. Having knowledge and understanding is not enough. It's like a smoking doctor. Right? It's, it's not enough. You have to apply what you know and our relationships, our family, our marriage is just the same. You have to apply what you know. Just a side note, the word truth actually means original information, truth. Truth, it's the concept. Original information is the word truth. That means no one knows the truth about a product, except the manufacturer, the one who made it. So my question is, who made you? God. Who made your children? God. That's right. God. Thank you. It wasn't the government. It wasn't the government. It wasn't. It wasn't the university. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, the school system. It wasn't a psychiatrist or a psychologist. So none of them have the original information about you or your family. The manufacturer of you is Elohim Global, (laughs) the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. It's an amazing company, by the way. And the CEO, his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And he he says, you shall know the truth. And what is truth? Original information. He says, you shall know the truth. And the truth will what? Set you free from what? The lies. The lies they've been telling you. The lies they will tell you. He says, you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. What is truth? Original information. That's right. And this is why it's important that we talk about this, looking through our homes, looking at our homes through the lenses of the kingdom of God. That we look not through Dr. Spock, Who has a thousand plaques on his wall. No, 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 no. From God. From the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. So I want to talk about this kingdom of God a little more. For those who are here um, this morning, you're part of the kingdom of God. Can someone say amen? You're part of the kingdom of God. And I'm just going to say it. We're, we're not normal people. We're pilgrims passing through. This is not our home. Yeah. But kingdom citizens must submit to a different set of laws. I was really thinking about this. I was really praying about this and thinking about it. kingdom citizens must must adhere to a different set of rules. If you're a kingdom citizen, We don't don't live by earth standards. We live by a higher standard. Which means we don't get divorced for any and every reason. Now, if you've been divorced in this place, there's healing. There's comfort, there's healing. But if you're married in this place, we don't get divorced for any and every reason. We live by a different standard. I'm going to just keep looking at my paper here. I feel something right here. I don't know what's going on, but it's okay. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, You see, country on earth, you can fall in love with the same sex and it'd be okay, but in his country, he don't allow that. Homosexuality is illegal in our country. I'm talking about heaven, by the way. Does God love Them and us, of course. But he came to die for our sins and to save us, to take us from the fleshly desires. The word kingdom means a country ruled by a king. A country ruled by a king. And his standards are different and his citizens live with the values that he cherishes, not the values that people on earth value. The things of this world will truly fade away. One day we'll be gone. But he values things that aren't here on this earth besides us. His morals are higher. So just because we're of age, well, I'm 18 now. I'm 19 now. Or because she's of age, in God's country, you have to qualify In order to have intimacy. You have to make commitment before God. It's called matrimonial experience. Another word for it is called wedding. I don't know why it's getting so quiet. I'm getting nervous now. (laughs) All these people sleeping around with everybody. You see Christianity in a way is a religion. The gospel is a relationship with Jesus Christ. Christianity is, in a way, is a religion, but the kingdom of God is a country. It's two different things. The kingdom of God is Christianity. You can, you can, you can smoke, weed, get drunk, get high, and do who knows what, and maybe still sing on the choir. In Christi- in, in some, but in the kingdom of God, you can't do that. In some Christian churches, you could actually be a homosexual and be a deacon, But not in the kingdom of God. Not in his kingdom. His values, his standards are different than our standards. We live by a different set of rules. You see, Jesus Christ is not a prime minister, Jesus Christ is not a president, he's a king of a kingdom. And you have no opinion in his kingdom. Matter of fact, you have no rights in his kingdom. Well, I'm an American citizen. Well, praise God, but I hope you're a kingdom citizen first. Huh? I hope we're a kingdom citizen first before any of that. And the kingdom, the culture is created by the laws of the king. Do people know the difference between you and someone at your work? Teenager, preteen? Do the kids at school know there's something different about you than the the kids at school? Is there a cultural distinction? Can they say, you know what? This is not a citizen of this earth. This this person's different. Where, Where did you come from? Who? I don't understand. This is not my home. I'm just a pilgrim passing through. Amen? Amen? Christ, our king, said, Be in the world, father, mother, family. Be in the world, but don't be of the world. The family is the oldest institution on earth. The family is older than the government. That's why the government should not touch it. The family is actually even older than the church. If you think about it, the family. It's God's work. It's God's idea. It's God's idea of an institution The family, listen to this, the family is the cure for all social craziness. The family. How many of society is sick? Psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, physically. It's because of the family breakdown. But God being in your family will fix 90% of the world's problems. God being in our families will fix 90% of the world's problems. But you see, our government is trying to redefine family. Family belongs to God. Family belongs to God. My family belongs to God. And it's crazy to think that a family can be so small. But yet, when you put families together, they become a community. But your family can be so small, but yet it's so powerful when God is involved in your family. But when you put all these families together, it becomes a community. And when you put communities together, it becomes a city, a state, a country. It's no coincidence why they're always trying to get rid of the nuclear family. Can someone say amen? Crime, frustration, incest, corruption, wife abuse, husband abuse, domestic violence. It all comes from the family. The family is not supposed to be a product of the state. It was created by God. That means the state should not mess with your kids. That means the state should not mess with your family. It was created by God. Wow. It's what would I say? He's the original manufacturer. It's God's product. The family produced the state. And if you don't have the... If you get rid of the family, eventually you get rid of the state. So when you start messing with God's family, you start messing with the whole country. And the worst part is, and I just, this is just my... When you start messing with God's family... It's um, you're, you're going into territories you should not belong. What do they call that? Illegal custody? God says, it's mine. I created the family. I created him to be a boy and her to be a girl. It's not your job to tell them what they need to be. It's not your job to tell them what, how they need it no, no no it's my job it's my job but look where we become man we have parents and again there are situations and i want to i want to say this i mean you know, there's no perfect parent but we have a world a society where parents drop their kids off on the state to have them raise their kids when God says that's not what I—that's not what I intended. Families are falling apart. We don't need more jails. We don't need more guns. I thank God for the police, but we don't need more police. We also need—we don't need to defund the police. But we don't need more guns. We don't need more jails. And I pray, I wish to God, the governor, the governor, and I wish to God, the mayor would hear my voice. And in all respect, you're spending money in all the wrong places. I wish to God they would call me and say, Pastor Carlos, what do you need? I'd say, man, give me a million dollars and we'll build a family facility that when people come here, they can prepare. Before they get married, they can prepare and get to know Jesus Christ. They can come and be healed, be saved, be sanctified, and be set free from sin. You're spending all you're spending too much. We, we, we don't need more jails. We could teach fathers how to be fathers. And we could teach mothers how to be mothers. We could teach children how to obey their father and mother and respect their father and mother and the elderly and take care of the widows and feed the hungry, which we do. We don't need more jails, more prisons. We need God back in the family. We need God back in the family. Amen. And by God's grace, we have a church that's not perfect. We have people here who are not perfect. But God is in your family. Amen. 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 And he's raising up young little ones. As they're going to start their new family someday. And people who, are, who don't have children yet. Again, love and kisses is good. We'll get into love another day. Chocolate, chocolate from seas candies is good. Okay, I'm not, the, the husbands, you're not getting away with this one. <laughs> when I said C's candies, uh, I, could, I could see the husbands were like, oh, yes, man, that's good. <laughs> I could see well, what did you get out of the sermon today, honey? Well, I don't need to buy you C's candies no more. That's not what I said. <laughs> Let's close before we receive communion this morning. I want to read this one more time. Proverbs 24, 3. Through wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established by knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. You know the amazing thing about our God? He can take all our mistakes and all our failures, and if we can look at it and say, you know, that's what I used to be, and he can take you and change you into what you should be and what you will be. It's an amazing thing. We serve a good God, amen? I want to read that scripture one more time. Proverbs 24, 3. Proverbs 23. Let's read that together. In chorus. Proverbs 24, 3. One, two, three. Through wisdom. And I wanna I want to share something to the to the to the to the single parents. It don't matter, and I say this, listen to me. It doesn't matter if you if your spouse has gone, you put God in that home. That's all you need. Amen. That's all you need is God. I've heard people say, well, it's because I don't have a wife. I was in a room one time where a guy said that. He said, it's because I don't have a wife. And all the other guys who were married said, praise God. <laughs> Amen. But how many know having a wife is a good thing? When you, when you do it God's way. Yep. You know, the Bible actually calls her, well, maybe not, but he, he even says her wisdom is a her. Men that should tell you something. I thought I'd get more amens from the women right there. Wisdom is a her. Amen. Yeah, is. We're going to get into all this other stuff later, the order of the home, and how God says, "This is how I run things." The earth says it's done this way, but I say it's supposed to be. This way, Amen. Amen? Amen. Oh, our church is gonna love
1: this. (laughs)
7: Oh, Hallelujah! Let's bow our heads this morning. Hallelujah. We serve a good God, a good God. You're here this morning. You say, you know, I don't understand a thing you said about knowledge, understanding, wisdom. I don't. Okay, that. Hey. Maybe this morning you're here, but you know this, you're not right with Jesus Christ. You're here this morning. You didn't hear a thing I said, but you're not right with God. Jesus is not living in your heart. You say, Pastor Carlos, I am not saved. I'm not born again. I'm telling you this morning before you even came here, pervenient grace was chasing you. Pervenient grace was already there. And I'm telling you by his grace and mercy, you're here this morning with an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as your savior. He says, I love you. I want you. I wanna be in your home. I wanna live in your house. I want... I wanna help you. Here this morning, no one's looking around. You just bow your heads with me, close your eyes. We're gonna receive communion in a little bit. You don't wanna receive communion Without receiving Jesus Christ first. It's unlawful. It's not good to receive communion when Christ is not living in your heart. So no matter what's going on right now, you can put that aside and you can say, you know what? Not my will, but your will be done, Lord. I'm going to put this aside and I'm going to repent of my sin doesn't matter if you've been serving the Lord for many years. Maybe you're backslidden. And when I say backslidden, not that you just made a mistake. No, you're backslidden in your heart. You have run from God. You're here this morning physically, but spiritually, you can care less anymore about what God does in your life. You're backslidden. You're cold. There was a time where you were hungry. You were excited to be at church. You were excited to pray. You wanted to pray for people. You wanted to help people, but it's gone you're cold, you're backslid in your heart. You say, pastor, I want to receive Jesus. I want to come back to Him like the prodigal son. You want to come back to God. You raise your hand. God sees that hand. You raise it. God sees that hand. God sees His hands. God sees His hands. Anyone else? God sees that hand. God sees that hand, young lady. God sees that hand. Hallelujah. God sees His hands. Hallelujah. God sees that hand. God sees His hand. Yes. Wonderful couple. God sees that hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to you, God. God sees that hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My brother, with your beautiful children, right here. My brother, why don't you come here? come here? No one's looking around. Why don't you come right here to the right here to the front? Meet me right here. Beautiful couple right here. Young lady, young man, right here. Why don't you come right here? Just meet me right here. Everybody who lifted their hand, just come meet me. Yes, young lady, come on. Come on. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Just come, Hallelujah! Can we give the Lord praise this morning? Hallelujah! You raise your hand. And once you come to the front, right now, we're going to pray the sinner's prayer together. Just face me. Just face me. Hallelujah! Put your arm around your loved one. Bow your head. Close your eyes. And you're here in this crowd right now, church. I want you to stretch your hands towards these loved these, these ones right here. Stretch your hands towards these loved ones right now. You're watching online this morning. I want you to stretch your hands right now. You're watching online. Stretch your hands towards the screen in spirit. Right now, we're going to pray. Hallelujah. i to hold that just a little longer. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You say, I want to I start over. I want to do this right. Right now is the day. Today is the day of salvation. Amen? Amen. Repeat with me. Repeat with me. mean this with your whole heart. Say, Dear Jesus. Dear I repent of my sin. I ask you to forgive me. Come into my heart. Come into my life. I am sorry for what I've done. Forgive me. I surrender my life to you.
1: My life is no
7: longer mine, but it's yours. I do believe you died for me. And I do believe you rose again, and you are coming again. Thank you for saving me. I'm not a kingdom. I'm not a a citizen of this world. I am a citizen of your kingdom. I am a child of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we give the Lord praise this morning? Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. amen, amen, hallelujah.
7: Church, we're going we're to receive communion this morning. Our sister's going to sing a song in worship and praise. And sister, whatever you feel, whatever you want to sing, it could be anything you want to sing, okay? Um, we're going to line up behind, uh, we're just going to make some lines here, and we got a line over here. Pastor Barb will be over here, and our sister Jeannie will be over here. Um, And so I encourage you to just make a a line and receive communion with your family. And don't rush this moment, okay? Uh, Maybe you're by yourself. Don't rush this moment. May this be a time where you remember what Jesus did for you. What Jesus did for you. And while you're receiving communion, thank him and pray. And also, if you have sickness in your body, you want healing, pray for that. You can ask Pastor Barb and Jeannie, and we can pray for you this morning. Amen? Amen? Amen. Let's take some time as we receive this morning. Amen. Father, we praise your name, and as we sing these songs, it's not for us, Lord, it's for you, Heavenly Father. We sing to you, we worship you, as we receive communion this morning, bless, bless, Lord, this meal that has been prepared for us. But Father, we're reminded this morning that we shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from your mouth. May we live by your words, Father. Hallelujah. song, whether you know it or not, I want you to close your eyes as we sing this song and remember it's at the cross. It was at the cross where I first saw the light. It was at the cross. It's when we came to Jesus. You know that saying, you know, I I go back to that story. I was talking about that gentleman who said he didn't have a, he got a divorce and all the other guys were saying, hey, Don't worry about it. No, he didn't mention something later. He didn't realize what he had until it was gone. He didn't realize what he had until it was gone. Sometimes we can forget the moment we got saved. Sometimes we can forget what we have until it's gone. Don't ever forget Jesus. Don't ever forget it was the first time you came to the cross. Let's sing out that song
1: the cross at the cross where
7: receive my son.
1: And now I, I happy all the days.
7: Church, let's stand as we sing that chorus out a few more times. Stand with me as we worship. At the cross. Praying this morning, I sensed uh, there are there are people who were praying at the altar, um, the their kids, uh, f- uh, husband, wives, families, grandparents. We were all at the altar praying. Um, but you know what I sensed when we were praying at the altar? I, I, they, we didn't might not see it, but I sensed families coming back together when we were praying. Yes, give God praise. I felt families coming back together, people coming back together. Um, I mean, only God can do certain things only god can do that and so i want to encourage you as we go into this next series um home life somebody say home life it's going to be a good time and and, and as we go into that we got we got our marriage series coming up as well it's going to be very important for the for the marriages and for uh for 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 even single people here i want to encourage you to come to that Um, and before we dismiss i just want to give a special thanks to our you know we kind of have one we kind of we kind of don't so i'm kind of throwing this out to the men i want to challenge the men this morning um, a snow removal team. Um, and this morning our, our brother Luke, uh, in the back of sound man, Luke did the snow removal for us this morning as we want to thank God for that. And we also want to thank God for, I want to thank God for Mark and all the guys that are, uh, you know, behind the scenes, shoveling snow and doing things. Can we give him a hand? Amen. Can we thank God for them? Yes. And so again, um, snow removal team is, it, is, is, no joke. You know, you got to be here early. Um, it's, it, whether it's, you know, it's, no matter how high the snow is. So if you're interested in something like that, let me know, and I'll, we'll direct something. We'll get something going. Uh, men, say hoorah, huh? Okay, okay, okay. Amen. And if you're a lady and you want to shovel snow too, that's fine too, okay? That's, that's all good? Amen? Okay, all right. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads this morning. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, I pray for our families in this place, for the husbands, for the wives, grandparents, uncles, and aunts, the divorced, the broken, the hurting. Father, this morning, I pray for us all, for the joyful, for those who are cheerful this morning, for those who are broken. Because we're a family for those who are, who are broken and crying, Lord, we are broken and crying with them. Amen. And for those who are rejoicing, we rejoice with them. But Lord, I pray for all the families in this place that you would cover us with your mercy and grace, that you would, that you would direct our steps, that we would not allow the things of this world and the ideals of this world to, to direct the way we govern our homes, the way we look after our children. But Father, by your grace and mercy, we would turn to your word and turn to godly counsel to each other to seek help, to seek, and I have pictures of that, to seek refuge. There are people drowning in what I was speaking this morning, but Father, by your grace and mercy, a life jacket has been thrown this morning, Father. And Lord, I also want to cast out pride in Jesus' name. I pray each and every one of us will not have any pride in our heart to be able to hear something and want to change. May we, God, let go of pride. May the husbands let go of pride. Can someone say amen? Amen. And may the wives be supportive. May we be, may we work together this morning, this week. Bless each and every family. Bless our children. Protect us from sickness. Protect us as we drive home. And bless the, the, the joy potluck, Father. The food that's been prepared for the, the older youth, Father. We just pray you bless that. Thank you for today. We pray this in your name and your name only. Jesus Christ, amen. 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 Be blessed, church. Be blessed. Thank you. Amen.